Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. Now, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, at Big Meach 41, and soon to be on TikTok. That's right. Now, this is the special edition of the podcast, my interview series with a very special guest. All right, Bearcat fans, I'm excited to welcome in this former Bearcat legend, played from 2002 to 2006. And when people talk about, like, UC Bearcat toughness and, and being tough, this dude right here is the prime example of that. And when he left UC in 2006, everyone across the board can comfortably say, this guy gave it all. And I'm telling you right now, buckle up your seatbelts, Bearcat fans. This is going to be a fun one. I want to welcome in my guy, number 14, Eric Hicks. What's up, E? How you doing, Misha? I'm great, man. You ready? Yeah. Man, some people are some people are ready to hear from you, and I, I know you got stories. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep it PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I might hit that edit button quite a bit on this, so we'll, we'll see. Hey, I just want to tell you this before we kind of jump into your journey, and and I, and I mean this. I, I think I've told you this before, but I'm I'm on record on one of my other podcasts talking about this. But as far as um, Bearcats players in the history um you go down as one of my top five bearcats ever and yeah no for sure and i i really mean that and and you can go listen to another podcast somebody asked me my top five favorites and you were on that list so um I, i think i've told you that before but i mean that and you gosh man like you're one of those dudes that came into you know, Cincinnati, like a lot of guys come in, high expectations. But, man, when you left out your senior year, like, everyone was like, yo, he gave it his all. Like, there was nothing nothing more. You know, you might have felt differently, but everyone was like, there's nothing more he could have done to to, to be a Bearcat. So I want to make sure. was that? It was a crazy situation there, my senior year. Oh, we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into that for sure. But let's kind of rewind the tape and let's go through your journey. We're gonna take it all the way back to Greensboro, North Carolina. You went to Dudley High School, correct? Yeah, the East Side High of Greensboro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so talk to us about your high school career, man. What type of high school basketball player were you? Um, dominant. Um, played with a lot of good players like Brandon Haywood came from there. Oh yeah. Um, PJ Will Graves, but uh. They they all fed in the Carolina. We had mm-hmm. a couple guys that went to um, Wake Forest, um, Clemson, and then um, we pretty much um, we produced a lot of good athletes. Um, so high school was pretty good, you know. Um, I you know freshman year um, I started varsity. Well, I didn't start. I played as a freshman on varsity, which was unheard of back then. Mm-hmm. 
Um, pretty much after that, my sophomore year, um, we played real good. Um, Should have won the state championship. I blew my knee out, ACL, MCL, meniscus, in the uh, playoffs. Damn. Uh, we lost in the state championship. Um, after that, junior year, um, we lost in the playoffs again. Senior year, uh, I think that's when I ran into AK going into my senior year because, you know, I was kind of like, you know, um, poverty. You know what I'm saying? We uh-huh. I wasn't used to leaving Greensboro like that to go play. Uh-huh. So I went down to play with the Charlotte Aces and got exposure like crazy. Okay, for AAU. Yeah, AAU. Uh-huh. AAU. But going into my senior year um, of um, high school, went down to uh, Florida, blew up, played good. We had a phenomenal team. Curtis Withers, Justin Gray, Vincent Greer, EJ, I mean, like, we, we had, like, at least seven guys went D1 off of that. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when I became a blue chip. Going into my senior year, didn't have one official offer until the summer. Mm-hmm. So I went from no offers to pick where you want to go. <laughs> that's crazy. It, that, that is. And, and so let's talk a little bit about that recruiting process. So you said there were a lot of schools after you. Um, name just a couple schools that were really, really after you and, like, how you decided on UC. I narrowed it down to UConn, Tennessee, Florida State, Virginia Tech, and UC. I always a UC fan because, you know, like everybody knows, me and you always laugh and joke about my Jordans, but that <laughs> Jordan brand is is a beast. Yep, yep. And, you know, and you see them getting free Jordans on TV and, you know, Hugs Persona. Mm-hmm. It isn't like that tough guy role, and you know, so I like them. Um, and Tennessee was just wow. I'm not even gonna get into that. It was <laughs> if it weren't for hugs, I'd have been at Tennessee. <laughs> really? Okay. Tennessee. I'm telling you, Tennessee. <laughs> but uh, UConn. Who was, the, who was the head coach there at that time? Buzz Peterson. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because Buzz and AK and them, they used to come to my high school. And I remember when Buzz saw me had all this red and black stuff, he got mad. Mm. He was like, man, we're about to lose Hicks. Um, UConn with Calhoun. Mm-hmm. But um, I couldn't deal with the graveyard in the middle of the campus. Uh, I couldn't deal with that. Uh, it's a little spooky. <laughs> Karan Butler actually took me out on my visit. Oh, my goodness. Great, great dude, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he's a great great person. Go ahead. But um, it was, and I actually met Jesus Shuttlesworth. Like it was crazy. They brought Ray Allen out, and we was just like, "Whoa, really?" They brought Ray Allen, yeah. So that was the first time, you know, being a young kid to come from nothing, and you get to see like Ray Allen. Right. That's big. So yeah. then I then I start realizing like, whoa. I might be able to go to the NBA or make some money playing ball. <laughs> you know, they, they bringing these guys out to speak to me, and these are the teams you normally see on TV. And you, in a million years, where you come from, where I'm from, you don't think you could actually be on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, high school. So after that, I went into my senior year, and uh, I killed. Uh, what did I average? Um, I think. 31, 12, and 7, something like that. I was just mm-hmm. killing. And it was because, like, because I played with older guys 
my whole career. So when it came time for me to play with people, kind of like my senior year at UC, when it came time to play with people my age, it was East. Yep. Yep. So um, pretty much had a great high school career. Just ain't get a state title, though. That's it. And, and AK recruited you the entire yep. time? Okay. AK did it so smooth because um, when we was in Florida, AK was walking in. He told me, uh, somebody said, yes, a guy that fits the profile of y'all guys. And AK go check me out. And it's crazy because I had a mouthful of gold and everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, can I, just, I can see it. E. Cause <laughs> I can see it. So then. So wait, 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 wait. You're playing in the game with all the gold in? Or you put it in after? No, I'm playing in the game with it. <laughs> I'm playing in the game with it. You said that like I should know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, at that time, if you buy it, I mean, like, you don't understand the bigger picture, your image. You just don't understand it because you're a young kid. Right, right. But, yeah, I had a mouthful of gold playing in Florida. Somebody said, man, it's this kid. AK was telling me, all he do is dunk and shoot threes. He sits and he's tough. So AK, um, he comes check me out, and he's like, whoa. And like hug to tell you the story, but I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> but uh, I just know he turned back around on the plane and came and checked me out. But uh, and he just landed in Vegas, and AK was like, "You gotta fly back here." So hugs was like, "He better, you know, he better be worth it, Andy, because I think that was AK's second year." And, mm-hmm. He just landed. I think he was going to ABCD or something like that. He just left from Florida. And you know how Hugs is. He just landed in Vegas, and they told him he had to book a flight and come right back to Florida. So that started the whole recruiting process with UC. But um, like I said, all of them was there, Calhoun, everybody. And uh, the rest is history after that. Like they came, you know, did at-home visits. And um, everything was good. I mean, but it came down to really Tennessee and UC. Mm-hmm. Real, real quick, so let me let me ask you a question. You mentioned this a second ago. In high school, what was your game like? Was it a lot different than how you played at UC? A lot different because, you know, I had that injury right when I came. You know what I'm talking yep. about. Yep, yep. So it changed how I jumped. I went from a 40 – Two of 40-inch vertical to a 33, 34, as you see. That's a big difference. And I went from a one-leg jumper to a two-foot jumper. You know what I'm saying? Right. It changes your whole game, how you can take somebody off the dribble and just take off, and you got to stop and gather yourself. So Mm -hmm. I feel I was more dominant. Like I 360s, throw it off the backboard, you know, all Mm -hmm. that type stuff. Yeah, you know, change your game up. We'll, we'll we'll get into that in a second. But so you decide on UC, okay? UC is where you want to go. Uh, you arrive um, in Clifton, two thousand two, two thousand three season, your freshman year. <clears throat> now, oh, I meant to ask you this: Did you did you have the braids in high school? Coach wouldn't let us get them during the season. Okay, so I had to walk around with the nappy fro. <laughs> <laughs> And then after the season, I could get I could get my braids. Okay. Or before the season, I can get my braids. So you you had the braids the entire 
Bearcat career, right? I know you have versions of it, but you had yeah, long I had hair, long right? hair. Yeah, long hair. Yep. Right, I thought so. And you you always wore the headband. Was that back to high school, or was that a Bearcat thing only? Bearcat thing because uh, it's Jordan. So you know me, as Jordan stuff as I can get, I'm aware. So. <laughs> You, you know, they handing out headbands, and they like, you know, Corey, Corey Brand at the time, they like, if you don't wear it, we ain't going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. So that's what started. And then on top of that, I, when I first started wearing them, I didn't have enough hang time for my cornrows, so I used to want to cover it up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, there are so many people that you just lost on the podcast, but the <laughs> Yeah, so I'll break it down. So when you got cornrows, people used to laugh when you got barely enough hair to get cornrows. Right. And so when you got enough hair, like (laughs) Tehran used to always have a mad hang time. That's how long your hair goes down your back. And Mm -hmm. that was cool at the time. Like Iverson used to have long hair. And, you know, so um, I didn't, my hair grow to a certain length and it just like, it just cut off. Like it just stopped. So the headband, <laughs> it worked wonders for me. That's the real reason you were a headband. Let's be real. That And it was joy. And I've been like. Okay. Combination. Combination. Gotcha. I think Tyrone Lou was in the same boat. I think. I think yeah. My, that's, how my, that's how mine used to look. And that's embarrassing yeah. when you got, you know. You know, you see the little naps back there. You know, you know, you go in the locker room, then everybody's joking. So you know, uh, I like where this is going already. All right, so your freshman year, um, obviously Bob Huggins, the coach, uh, Lenny Stokes, Jason Maxill, Phil, Bo- uh, uh, Phil Williams, uh, Bobbitt. The freshman class that year: you, Armin, Chad Moore. I mean, you guys got players. But I don't think the record really indicated. I mean, you guys were 17 and 12. Um, I, don't, I don't think the record matched the talent. You averaged 2.5 points. I had to learn how to walk when I got there, though, Mitch. And we're going to get to that. If you if you want to you want to talk about that situation. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Lead me into it. Go ahead. So, um, you know, coming into your freshman year, um, you know, obviously coming <laughs> being a great high school basketball player, coming in high expectations. Um, you got shot in the leg, um, but it was, some, I believe, and you, you can tell me more, but I believe it was a situation in which you were helping break something up. So can you talk to us about that? I was the good guy. That's all I got to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> and wrong place, wrong time. It was the day before school. Like, say today um, at 11 o'clock I get shot, and I'm supposed to report to UC at, like, 6 p.m. tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, the I day didn't realize before. it was that close to. Yeah, I was packed, school. ready to go. I was about to leave Greensboro. I, oh. You know how we had summer classes. Mhm. Yeah, so I missed the first session of summer uh, summer school because I had to uh, stay here and actually rehab and learn how to walk. Damn. So did you get shot like in the by the calf area or what? I went jumper. It went in and out of my calf. Mm. It was it nicked it. A millimeter over, it would have shattered my, um, it would have shattered my uh, bone in my uh, leg, and uh, it would have never been a E Hicks at uh, Cincinnati. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so how did it feel? I mean, when when that happened, did you feel it right away? 
Or was it something like, wait a minute, something happened to my leg? What the hell? I just seen blood gushing out like a water fountain. Hmm. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So by the time I got to the hospital, um, I had to tell my boys how to get me there. I tied my shirt around it. By the time I got to the hospital, um, I don't know if y'all see, I, I about passed out from loss mm. of blood because it was a lot of blood. Like it was, I looked down and I ain't never seen nothing like that. Like it mm. was just gushing like a water fountain. Like when you actually turn on the water fountain, blood mm-hmm. was coming out like that. And um, I lost so much blood. They said, uh, I got there just in time because they would have had to, you know, give me some blood. So mm-hmm. I made it in time. So when you're when you're in the um, ambulance on the way to the hospital, I'm I wasn't in no ambulance. My boys, I told you, my boys took me. We was in the oh, car. You, I'm sorry, your boys took you. Okay. Yeah, so, I was. You know me. I'm scared. I'm like, man, I'm shot. They like, huh? And they got scared because they like, whoa, you supposed to be at the time a one and done or a two two year guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, oh man, everybody in the city gonna kill us. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. We let Eric get shot. So I run to the car and um, they take me to Moses Cone Hospital. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, big hospital here. And after that, it was crazy because uh, I told you I about passed out. And honestly, they took me in and it was like, I don't know if people seen the movie Menace to Society, mm-hmm. but have, they, t- sure. they took me in like Cain. <laughs> like for real, <laughs> I was messed up. Like I couldn't, it was over. They took me in like that. And um, I'll never forget my good friend, Ryan Benton, still my friend, like my brother. And uh, they took me in, and they thought I was just hurt. And he was like, um, I, I'm about to cuss, but he was like, do you not fucking see he's shot? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. And then they brought out all the stuff, and then I went in, and, you know, then the news cameras and the police and all that stuff. Like, it was, you know, a thousand questions. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. So, um, at what point then do you head to uh, Clifton? You had to use um, second session. So, okay. what is that? Like a month later, I still can walk. I just wanted to get through the basic rehab of having to, you know, break my foot, my ankle back down, so I can get range of motion. Mm-hmm. But I was still on crutches, so I think a month later I reported to school and um, started. Uh, so I was only out one session. I took a bullet wound and got there on my second session and, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, man, it is what it is. It's feel, it felt good to get out the ghetto, though, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was yeah. cool. Um, they was previously ranked fourth in the country, so it was something big, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got the doubters. He had never made it there, so it was, and then it was like, man, you know, my family was just like, get him away from here. Get mm-hmm. him away. Right. So um, I went up there and I started and uh, it was old Clifton and Scott Greenwall and learning how to walk and Curtis Bostic. Oh, man, that was tough. And and for those that don't know, Scott was the uh, strength coach for the basketball yeah. team at the time. And Curtis Bostic, former player, he was working with the the strength team as well. So you had to learn how to walk again. Um, that whole process, how did that affect your freshman year? It was terrible. I mean, like, I was trying to dunk on Max, and Max was throwing me in the ball down. Like, <laughs> Rod Flowers and tell me he was Mr. Alabama. I'm going against him thinking it's an easy cakewalk because on my visit, you know, I killed. 
mm-hmm. I killed on my visit. I mean, like, they came and played hard, but they couldn't do nothing. But when I, you know, you can't walk, and you you still, in your mind, you still think you can do the same things that you used to do. Mm-hmm. And rude awakening, you know? Yeah. So, um, now, I mean, basketball-wise, like, on the court-wise, my play, that's why when I came in as a freshman, I averaged, like, what, one or two points? Two point five points a game your freshman year. Yeah, that's why I sucked so bad. I had to learn how to walk. Like it was, mm-hmm. like when they actually, you know, how we did the leg press. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, you know, so they did the uh, machine one with me. I couldn't even lift the actual thing up with no weight. And yeah. you could ask Curtis Bostic about that. Uh huh. Like I couldn't even get it up. So so okay. So how did Hugs treat you? knowing that you're, you know, kind of in the process of, of getting back to form, and Hugs likes to yell at everybody. He doesn't care. How did he treat you your freshman year? Exactly like you said. He didn't care. <laughs> he blamed me for getting shot. <laughs> so, I mean, Hugs, I mean, you know our guy ain't going to change. He's he going to be Hugs every day all – I mean, three to six, he's a different beast. But besides that, 601, I could deal with him. But, you know – like it was the same way. I still had to report, lift. It, I mean, like everything was the same. Mhm. Damn. So, l- listen. Looking at this, uh, your freshman year, um, the, the the record wasn't that great. You guys lose to Gonzaga, uh, first round. Why do you think that season the team just didn't come together, and you guys are seventeen and twelve after coming off of a a great season? You got to think we didn't have Donald Little down in the middle too. That's right. That's right. We didn't have Donald. You got a shot here that can barely move. And, you know, you're putting all this pressure on Lenny. Mm-hmm. So, I meant, like, it wasn't fair to Lenny. But, you know, if you had a healthy me and Donald Little, that changes the whole record. Sure. That's at least worth five more wins or six. Yep. So then we're back to the normal Bearcats. Yep. Totally because agree. think about this starting lineup: Donald Little, Max Hill, me, Leonard Stokes, and whoever you want at the one to Ron Barker, Chad, Chad Moore, or whoever was there. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a decent lineup. Yep. Because yep. I played like a four. Well, I played like the three through the what three, four, five in high school. Mm-hmm. So I could dribble better than what I could. But when I got there, you know. By the time I actually, you know, it changed my game because I can't walk, and then I have to learn how to jump. And I really want to play. I should have red-shirted, but, you know, I wanted to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I should have red-shirted. Do you, do you think, and this, this question probably is something for the end, but I'm going to ask it right now. Do you think, I mean, you, you go down as one of the Bearcat greats. I mean, your fans love you. I mean, if you didn't get shot, how different would your career have been, you think? Honestly, I think I left my freshman or sophomore year because when I went up there on my visit, I ate Max up. I mean, I ate everybody up. I meant like I was just killing, like everywhere I went. And, you know, people ain't want me to sign sometimes because, like, you know, I remember me and Max almost got in a fight on my visit. <laughs> I mean, because I'm coming to take his position, you know. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you came, what? We end up being the best, thicker than thieves after. I mean, once, once I got there, but yep, you know, I can't blame him. So, um, but yeah, it was 
it would have been a lot different. Okay. They would have seen more of my junior, senior year, Eric, earlier. Early. Because I was I was a way better player. Like gotcha. I could I can go off the dribble, pull up, you know, I can go through the lane and just take off and I can jump a lot higher. Yep. Gotcha. Well, let's use that as a segue into your sophomore year, the 2003-2004 season. Now, you improved statistically. You're averaging seven points a game, uh, six rebounds. How much different is your sophomore year for you? Um, obviously, you have a whole off season to, to work and get better. Talk a little bit about your sophomore year. I ain't going to lie. I got used to the three-hour practices and getting MF the whole day. So I had thicker skin. I hey, wasn't he, stupid. He, hold on, hold on, real quick. You, you, let me. Every former Hugs player talks about three to six p.m. Yeah, he, he was a different dude. Man. If he wore that hat, you knew what type practice it was. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna, you know, I, I, you know, you and I know, you yep. know, you know what type of night he had with the hat on yep. when he came in. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, like sometimes. I got used to, you know, fighting in practice. Yeah, yeah. Like, that wasn't nothing. So, my sophomore year, it was more like I know what's going on. And also, I know, you know, you know, I'm a realist. I keep it honest with you. I know after my freshman year, they didn't know how I would bounce back. So, then you got Robert Whaley coming in. And we got a super team there. And I know I'm struggling to get playing time. If I already struggled as a freshman, I got to come and bring it. Mm. So you bring in a guy that was supposed to go top five if he didn't get in trouble. He comes in. He's already what Rob, big guy, had game, ranked highly. So, you know, I'm like, man, I got to get right. Mm -hmm. Because I had quit my freshman year. You quit. Take us through that. Hugs did me wrong. I'll never forget that. He did me wrong. <laughs> hey, we talk about it to this day. He did uh-huh. me wrong. So we about to go play Clemson. And, I, and you know, I my family asked AK, because AK the one that got me there, what Eric need to do to make sure he gets in the game. Because I was like, I get in the game, I'm going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get all type of buckets. I got it all planned out in my head. Man, we get down to damn Clemson. I'm the only motherfucker that don't get in. Nika get in. I don't even get in. I got 23 family members at the game. Nika got in before you. I know. It wasn't before me. I didn't get in. Uh, oh, you didn't get in at all. Man. No. I just had a warm spot for when Max came off. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, you know what? I practice hard because you know the rumor is about me. I don't practice like that. I practice once a week and call it a day. Work on what I need to. And, you know, BS around. Mm-hmm. So I practiced hard the whole week. Didn't get in the game. My family asked AK what happened. He was just like, I don't know. I mean, he did come to practice. We told him to practice. And, uh, and Hugs was just being Hugs. Mm-hmm. Hugs was being a butthead. <laughs> That's what he was. So what I did, I smiled. We, we got our butts beat at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I smile, laugh, huh? yeah, we're going to be okay. Everything going to be good. Man, we got to keep our head up. We're still good. Man, I packed up all my stuff, and I was headed to Greensboro and Ann Seedman. Mm-hmm. 
So what brought mm-hmm. you back? Um, AK. AK, uh, he, he gave you hardcore facts. Yep. He gave you hardcore facts, and he was just like, look, man, finish out this season. If you want to transfer, transfer. But, you know, you're going to lose. You know how you lose a year back then? Uh-huh. And he was like, do you want to lose a year by quitting in the middle of the year? And, uh, you know, and Hugs knew he was. Like, sometimes Hugs be doing anything wrong when he do uh-huh. stuff. But he's just stubborn and bullheaded. Yep. So when I came back, and I told you I don't like practicing, so I was just like, y'all got to find a way for me to get back. I ain't I ain't paying for nothing. If not, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I finally get back. It's funny because all of a sudden I'm a good practice player now, and I'm getting in games because uh-huh. I think Hug felt guilty. Mm-hmm. So after that, um, all I want to do is get in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I was injured. I meant, well, I wasn't the player that I was. But give me a chance to show if I could play or not. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, I went back up and um, started playing. And, you know, here, give me a little time to see what I can do. And, you know. Now, that that was your fresh, that was your freshman year. Freshman year, freshman year, I was out. Cause yeah. I mean, coming out being highly recruited, you ain't used to hearing all them that language he used. Yeah, right. man, hugs to call you any. If you ever fucking go to Greensboro, North Carolina, recruit another player, Andy, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that yeah. make me feel? Right, right. I, I'm looking like, dang, yeah. like man, it was, it was crazy. Like, how nobody give a fuck about your knee? I'm like, yo, you recruited me with this bad knee, but not with a hole in your leg. Oh, my God. Hey, Huck didn't care, man. Yeah. He didn't care, he didn't care who, you were from, who you were, where you were from, what hood. Nope. He's coming at you, man. Huck came in the hood. Like, if you ever interview Huck, we had our huh? meeting in the hood. Really? He'd be laughing, talking about some, yeah, I heard gunshots when I was coming to get your <laughs> home visit. Uh, I need to do a, a podcast with him. Hugs in the hood. <laughs> Man, hug, hugs will roll up in any hood. And, you know, yep. the persona we had, everybody wanted to see this big guy that just cuss and had snake skin boots. Yep. Yep. That, that's where he came in like a mafioso. No it looked like he no was question. off the Sopranos. Yep. So everybody in the hood just want to see him, and then they like, that's the dude to give away free Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> you had people asking him, yo, man, hook me like on a uh, boys in the hood. Yo, mm-hmm. man, you, I used to play baseball. <laughs> you said that. Yep. Like, you got people out there clowning. Like, they just happy to see him. Mm-hmm. And he yep. walk out, and you know he ain't no little dude, so they like, no. dang, he did. Yes. Yeah, so... That's, oh. that's hugs. No, that's that's good stuff right there. So let's let's jump back to your sophomore year. Um, obviously, the freshman year was was very tough for you. Um, in your sophomore year, you guys you guys go from let's see, seventeen and twelve your first year, second year twenty five and seven. Start off the season thirteen and zero, which is you know I don't care what level you are in, in we college got basketball. Max on game year. fourteen though. Uh, that was Illinois. was that Illinois? Who was that? No, Louisville. No, that was Louisville. Okay. We was both undefeated. I think it was four versus five, and one poll, and it was uh, five. Or, they had a split flop. 
in both polls. Mm-hmm. Man, because I remember a um, good friend of mine, Eric Ryle, he, remember them crazy headbands we used to have? Which with one? our names on our sophomore year, like not that Jordan was like here, put like our nickname on them. They end up Jordan end up well, Jordan brand end up calling it, stopping us from wearing them though. I never saw these. So, wait a minute, you got to explain look, this. Look at the uh, look at the tapes. Like we we used to wear them in the game. So Eric had like an embroidery company, and he'd be mm-hmm. like, if I bring some headbands down, you know, will y'all wear them, you know, whatever y'all want on them, I'll put it on them, like. On mine, I think I had E Hicks fourteen one time, and a mm-hmm. basketball. I mean, whatever it was, he would give them to us, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, after probably about what six games or so, <laughs> Jordan Jordan Brand put a stop to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you either wearing their headbands or you're not. <laughs> right, right. So, um, I saw my sophomore year, man. It was just um, me accepting my role because I did get in that little bit of trouble when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I realized hugs really got my back. That's mm-hmm. what actually really made me stay. Uh-huh. He had my back and we got to the bottom of it and we found out how the girl was lying and all of this stuff. And it was just a whole bunch of BS. And I was just like, that was my real taste of like, while wow, I'm on this stage like this, mm-hmm. like, why are you even like, it was crazy. So um, he had my back, got to the bottom of it, and um, everything was good. And I was like, dang, yo, old big head really do got my back. <laughs> I was surprised. Like, this motherfucker got my back. Like, for real. But, no, that's that's so true. And I think most people don't know this. When you play for hugs and – you know, you put all this time in, the sweat equity with him, work hard for him. That dude will do whatever to help you out. He will have your back. And like you just said right there, you had a legal situation. He had your back 100%. Yeah, he got to the bottom of it. And I was just like, I told you. I told you. He was like, motherfucker, I was going to get to the bottom of it anyway. I was just like, okay, all right, man. You know, so, you know. After I realized he did that, it made me have a different perspective because uh, I had quit, and I was just going to ride the season out and figure out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. at the end of the season. So I was just like, wow, that's what's up. Because, you know, you don't realize people got your back until you actually go through some turmoil and stuff sure. like that. Sure, without so doubt. He, yeah, so um, he had my back. And going into my sophomore year, I knew, I knew I was going to have to step my game up because we were so deep. I mean, like, if you look at it, we played like 10 players. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to have to step my game up. That summer, if you look at my freshman picture and my sophomore picture, I beefed up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, I stopped playing around so much and dodging Scott with the weight room. And I actually started hitting the weights. Yep. Yep. I mean, regardless, you got to hit them. But, you know, I wasn't skipping or, you know, doing little. I mean, like, I still did crazy stuff. But, you know, I was more, you know, assertive and, you know, owning more. But that's such a staple of, like, Bearcat basketball, especially during that time where, you know, a player will come in his freshman year and then a year or two later, you know, he's just the body has transformed. 
But the you're not used to lifting. In, in high school, you're not you're not a lifter. No, not I mean, that, like, not that yeah, level. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. Yeah, you lifting like you're in prison about to go play in the NFL. <laughs> like, no for question. real, i never forget it. Dumbbell curls, uh, dips. Like, yep. for real, like, that's, I mean, like, you got, you know, 15 machines lined up, and you got to hit all of them. Yep. And even if you can't hit them, he going to spot you. I just give you a little bit. You leave out of there sometime. You're like, man. Then you got to weigh in every day, get your body fat. I mean, every time you go down there. Yep. It's like, huh. It's like, for real. Like, I ended up getting – my senior year, I was stronger than a lot of the football players. Yep. Yep. Which we're, we're – we're going to talk about football a little bit later too. Um, all right, so let's let's jump into your uh, junior year, uh, <clears throat> two thousand four, two thousand five. Now, this is by far to this point your your biggest statistical impact. Uh, Fourteen points a game, nine rebounds. You guys are twenty five and eight on the season, and you started off winning uh, the first eleven games and got popped. Again. Now, was that the game against Illinois? Yep. And uh, that was the one. That's the one. Because we had lost to Illinois the year before year in the before. tournament. That's the we one. got blew yep. out. So right. we ready. We talking trash. Yep. I mean, that's how we got blew out the year before because, you know me, I'm going to pick a fight. I'm the one that I always pick a fight. I'm like, yo, what's up? Y'all, y'all want me to go start something? <laughs> and I, I'll walk up to somebody and be like, yo, man, you shitty as hell. James going to bust your ass. <laughs> And then they'll be like, what? And then, then, you know, I'm the type, if that basketball roll on uh, our end, I'm going to kick it or punt it or throw it somewhere else and tell them go fetch it. Uh-huh. And then I'm, you know, the boys, we riding together because we family. Yep. So I did that against Illinois, me and Robert, and we mm-hmm. paid for it. We got blown yeah. out. So the next year, <laughs> that was Darren Williams coming out party, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the next year we catch them at um in Vegas at that high school gym. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, that was I thought we was gonna beat them. All honesty, we was ready. They just outplayed us, man. Mm-hmm. They outplayed us. They outplayed us. Yeah, I I, I remember I remember that game because. I thought it was the year before, but it was this year because you guys won that 11th game winning streak. And then, I mean, they smashed you. That's right. It was at that, uh, was at that damn high school because you guys played that, like, Vikings. Longwood. Yeah. Yep. We yeah. beat the mess out of Longwood, and they yep. beat the mess out of somebody, and we were set up to play them. But yep. it's and that damn 3-6, to six, though, man. That 3-6, to six, that's going to kill you, man. You know how shoot-around is. <laughs> shoot-around is practice. That's what people don't understand. If no I ain't got no legs, I could try to jump over. If I normally could jump over a car, if I ain't got no legs and I still think I could jump over a car, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it just ain't going to happen. No question. But you know what? But but Illinois was number one in the country then. Because I remember that was like the matchup because they were number one. And if I remember correctly, like that whole starting lineup went pro. Yeah. Lutherhead, D. Brown, um, you had Aaron Augustine, Augustine, Powell. Yep. Yeah, that that whole starting five went pro. Yeah, damn, I remember that game. Man, I was so, I was so mad, man. But 
it's at a point where you like, man, sometimes you realize like, dang, they out playing us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just had a, um, we just finished playing. I think we had another three hour practice. And then we had a game. <laughs> and everybody, you know, everybody like, damn, hugs, man, come on with this bullshit. Yeah. Like, man, we got to play the number one team and whatever they was right. Like, come on, man. He didn't care. Three to six. And and we and and we took a three to six beating. <laughs> that was, I mean, we was out there. We couldn't we couldn't move. It was like we was in like God's joke. Like this is the joke, man. I feel like I'm in quicksand. Yep. Mhm. I mean, I love hugs and death, man. That three to six. Sometimes, man, let shoot around be shoot around. I know. I know, man. So okay, I gotta ask you this too. Um. Now, your junior year was the first year that you and the team, the teams you were on, beat Xavier, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was at home. Um, and, and I always tell people, the Crosstown Shootout, growing up in Cincinnati, the Crosstown Shootout is always one of my favorite games of the year just because I grew up here, and it's just such a big rivalry game for me, mm-hmm. the way I always looked at it. And I always tell people, in order for UC to beat Xavier or Xavier to beat UC, you have to have that guy that just out-tuffs everybody because you could throw the plays out the window, forget about the record, it's who's tougher, who's going to make plays. So, and I say that to say this, like you are the perfect guy, um, in my opinion, to have on a team when you go in and play a Xavier, right? It's just like, I, I want E. Hicks. Like, like this year, Xavier had that uh, kid, Tyreek Jones. I don't know if you got a chance to see him play. He was, He's tough, man. I, was I, he I, number four or something? I believe so, yep. Very it pissed me off just to see them dunk on us like we used to do them. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah, no no, no question. But so let me – with you saying that, I was getting to say this. How was that crosstown shootout for you? What, what type of game did that become coming from – a state where, I'm sorry, North Carolina Duke still the biggest rivalry in college basketball, but you coming here and witnessing that UC Xavier and the intensity behind After the, the first year, when we played against West and them, and I couldn't hear, that's when I realized, oh, I'm with some real shit. So my <laughs> sophomore year when they upset us and we thought we was going to win, Mm-hmm. We used to go where they was at, looking to just start fights and try to take their girls. <laughs> like, we was just like, yeah, y'all beat us on the court. Y'all got lucky. I've been like, for real, I remember a couple times we piled up in the cars and we went to where they used to party at. We just went in like, yeah, we here. <laughs> and we was just like, you know, on some other stuff. We're glad right. ain't nothing happened. But right. they, they already knew because, you know, we 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 looked like we just you know got off the football field from Scott lifting weights. So yep. all of us are big, swole, fat deck dude brothers <laughs> in there, you know, <laughs> looking for somebody to do something wrong. And right. you know, we we already take you on one on one, but now mm-hmm. you got eight of us there, mm-hmm. and you got some former players. Man, yep. you got like ten Bearcats at Xavier place, and we like whatever. So. I finally was like, yo, man, that's why we try to blow them out so bad my junior year. Because I was just like, man, I don't like, I just ain't like them. Yep. I mean, yep. after, I mean, afterwards, after, you know, now I'm cool with Keith Jack, but I just ain't like them. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't like them at all. Like, if if back then, if they son was on the court, I'd have stepped on him to try to dunk. <laughs> like, I just ain't like them. I don't know why. I mean, you know, no. you got guys like you telling me we got to win. And, yep. you know, it feeds into it. And then the paper hypes it up. And then the town pretty much shut down. Mm-hmm. So you stop caring. Like, man, I don't like this dude. I don't know why I don't like him. I just don't like you. Yep. So I just ain't like him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, re- I and you, you told that story about rolling up to the parties. I, I remember hearing about that. I wasn't there. I wasn't a part of it, but I, I heard about it. Man, I used to take uh, man. So, you know, just talking uh, to me, you know I got good people skills. Mm-hmm. So I could get us in free pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I meant what they going to do, uh, take my uh, scholarship now or put me on the investigation? No, I give a ticket away to a couple people. And, you know, our tickets was hot commodities back then. Yeah, oh, for sure. So you already know everywhere we wanted to go, I'd be like, man, we coming up there. They'd be like, all right, we get VIP parking. We go in there and we... We ready for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hey, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna leave that one because I because I, I want to talk about an, another game that you know, being in Cincinnati, you always hear about UK. UK is better than the Bearcats. UK's got the story tradition, and then finally we had that opportunity to play UK Man. in the NCAA tournament. We I mean, we was up thirty three thirty at halftime. I blame James. When you interview James, I blame him for trying to jump from the free throw line. <laughs> it was a dog fight. He wanted to try to jump from the free throw line and show off. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before before you go in on that, hold on. Before you go in, so I've talked to James, I've talked to Meeker, and now I'm talking to you. You're the third person that's involved in this game. Just talk about the atmosphere. At the start of the game, you guys are playing the RCA Dome. You're in Indianapolis. You know, I'm the hype guy. So yep. I crowd us all around. And I'm like, F them, what? They always talking about Kentucky. We don't get no respect. Hugs to play anybody. Now we got them. Mm-hmm. What? And then they had the guy, Bobby Perry, that I set the state record, which still lies right now, 18 dunks in one game. They offer him and not offer me. So, I, I mean, I had 18 dunks against him in high school, and we beat him every time. Mm-hmm. So, he went to Durham Hillside. So, I got him out there. I'm like, oh, so Tubby can offer him, but he can't offer me. Because it was, it was like four schools that it didn't offer me. UCLA, Kentucky, Florida, Georgia Tech, and Duke. Mm-hmm. So, Anywhere you're, else? you're already angry. You're yeah, already I'm pissed. Angry going no, I'm yeah. pissed because, you know, you got, you know, all this history, Corey coming back, everybody talking about Kentucky, and everybody in Kentucky act like they so bougie and looking down on us. Mm-hmm. So they're fed into the fire. I just, Kentucky was another school I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you. so I just ain't like them. I just, it, like what Jalen Rose said about Duke, he just ain't like them. Mm-hmm. I thought most of their guys were a couple prima donnas. Mm-hmm. And so, man, it was a dog fight. Yep. And it's like what Jalen Rose said about Christian Layton. When he actually went out there, they saw he had game. I'm like, dang, it's a reason they're Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So we up 
Rondo had a coming out party against us. If it went for Rondo coming out party, then he don't play like that the next round and they lose. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I blame all that on James. James, James going to get mad. <laughs> That's my dog. But he going to get mad. Yeah, if you know James going to say something, because he goes, like, I'm the only one that fed you the ball. <laughs> but he tried to, t- I think we was up by like two or three. And you know, we was on a fast break. Mm-hmm. James missed it. That would have put us up by like five, maybe four or six. Man. Then they come down because they got good players. I think they hit like two threes and then, you know, we missed a couple shots and that was it. Yeah, they were they were loaded that year. They had five pros. I mean, I remember we had a problem because the thing is, me and Max short for our position. Yeah. We going to seven two, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shigar uh, dunked on me. Yeah, <laughs> what a time, man. Yeah. So, I was like the Bronx or something. Yeah, because yeah. before and um, coming out of high school at NBA camp, I dunked on him a couple of times and he was my roommate. And I bullied him. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you're going to do this. Nah, you're going to do this. So I'm like, Max, I know this dude. Let's get him. But he improved when he mm-hmm. was at Kentucky. Man, but the thing is, you can't teach height. Right. Right. Man, he altered me and Max shot so much. Mm-hmm. Me and Max can only do so much. We were six six and six five, six seven. Right. I mean like it is I mean, in all honesty, with shoes off, Max is what, six five and three quarters. Scott measured us. I'm six five and a half. Damn. Or six five and like a quarter. He mm-hmm. he three fourths. Like Scott measured us. And we ain't growing no more at that time. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's over. Right. I've been mean, like, that's why people be like, oh, Max is a lot taller than you. I'm like, shoes off, Scott Green. You know, they got to measure us, take our body fat and all that stuff. I'm like, think, dang. Well, Max's, Max's arms were so long. Oh, man. Max has made him. Yeah. He got, I think he got a 7'4 wingspan. I got like a 7'2 wingspan. But Max's arms are so long and. Like, he could palm the ball and cuff it real easy. Like, mm-hmm. and, man, Max to jump. Like, Max is a problem. But yeah. you're going against 7-2. Yep. I mean, yep. like, it's hard to – you got to shoot over a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it was just hard. But I wish for all the Bearcat fans out there, I wish we could have won that game. Oh, man. I, I wish we could have won that game so – it's so many, you know how you go across the bridge and all that stuff. I wish our fans, I really feel bad about that one because I wanted our fans to talk so much trash to them. That would have meant so much to me. Yep, because we hear it every day from the from the U.K. fans, how much better they are than us and blah, blah, blah. They look down on us. Mm-hmm, no question. And, you know, that was our chance to get them. We had a good team, and yep. the ball just ain't bounced our way. Yeah. Like, I I said I blame James, but no, nah, I don't blame James. The ball just ain't bounced our way. Right. I mean, like, for real, James my brother. So, I was just joking when I said that. But, man, we was a player, too, from – because I remember I, should, I missed the three. I mean, it was just like shots I normally – I mean, like, it was just – it was it was a dog fight, and we lost. Mm-hmm. One of those games. And so now, now I want to jump into your senior year. And – Obviously, this was a wild, uh, 
most off. depressing year out of all of them. That was probably worse than my freshman year. But go ahead. So um, Hugs gets fired. Um, AK takes over. Where were you when you heard Hugs got fired? Just finished winning a gold medal on the USA team in the airport. Mm. So my phone wasn't working. I get off the plane. This is uh, Jay Wright was the head coach. Um, mm-hmm. Behind, um, Cable, all of them. Like, um, so I'm off. We in uh, Izmir, Turkey. Mm-hmm. I think it was me, Sheldon Williams, Craig Smith, uh, Randy Foy, uh, Patrick Spark. They end up playing at Kentucky. I call him Little Country. The mm-hmm. country as hell. Um, Vincent Greer. I meant like we was loaded. We wanted to go mm-hmm. melt. We went undefeated. We over there playing against grown men. We won. Um, so we get back. Phone light up. Thirty messages from different people. I'm like, man, ain't nobody gonna fire hugs. I look on TV. They like, it's over. Mm-hmm. I call AK and all them. They like, I don't know. So, to this day, Nancy's in for, I don't like her. She messed up my senior year. <laughs> like, I mean, for real, like, I, yeah. I'm a pawn in a chess game. You know what I'm saying? I come yeah. up here. I mean, you don't think about the kids you hurt. Right. Because look at the players we lost. We would have had Ivan Johnson. He ended up playing in the uh, NBA. He, mm-hmm. he he backed out and went to Oregon. Ended up mm-hmm. playing for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Like, if I had, it's like. I didn't have no Max Hill or Eric Hicks besides I had said, well, I ain't going to talk bad about Cedric, but he ain't no Max Hill or Ivan Johnson. Right. So I'm holding up these old morals, and it's it's terrible. Like, we went through, I think AK said 15 players and coaches that year because mm. we lost Keith. We lost Eric Murray, uh, Pat, because <laughs> part of your, your walk-on crew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we I like, lost like a lot it. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I was basically, you know, down low. It was just me. Yeah, yeah. Like you, for real. You were you were a double double machine that year, man. Double but double. I could have did more. Like I actually thought about entering the draft my um, junior year. I was going to ask you, and, and I've talked to a lot of players um, at. at any point, uh, you know, I asked somebody this, and they said the better question is, at what point during your Bearcat career did you think of transferring? <laughs> I usually ask, did you think about it? And somebody said, no, you need to ask, at what point did you think about transferring? Yeah, the end, of my freshman, the end of my freshman year and my senior year, I told them like this, if you don't hire Andy Kennedy, I'm transferring to North Carolina. I had it all set up. I was gone with Roy. Mm. So it was because you forgot Robinson. Robinson was remember I told you Florida State was my, one of my top five. Right. That was the assistant coach. He's still there now. Mm-hmm. He did an at home visit and he got mad at me because I didn't go down and he wanted me to just come visit the school. But I was just like I was wore out from mm-hmm. AAU. I mean all this stuff. I wasn't used to this. So I was a rookie. So he was at Carolina and I was going to Carolina. A, they said AK don't get the job. Eric Hicks is playing for Carolina. Mm-hmm. Wow. And if I, even if I got to sit out a year, that means I get an extra year at Carolina? Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. And you already know I would have ate 
in the ACC because the Big East was harder than the ACC my senior year. So mm-hmm. I get an extra year. I would have killed, but you know what I'm saying? We was a family, so you don't run out on your family. So if right. AK there, I'm there. Because, yep. you know, if AK ain't there, the staff ain't going to be there. No doubt. No so doubt. So when AK got the job, I stayed, and it was tough, man. It was it was tough. You know what's crazy is, like, if you look at, especially in sports, a certain fan base always looks at an opposing player, an opposing coach, or somebody outside of the program as a villain, right? So, like, when I played uh, – uh, Guevara from UNC Char- Charlotte, he was like a villain to the Bearcats. Um, Pete Gillen, when he was at Xavier as the head coach, he was like a villain. It was crazy that the villain was the president of the university, Nancy Zemfer. How, how, how bizarre was that time that no one liked her, and she's the president, and she's the biggest villain in our sports history at that point? She just did everything, in my opinion. Me and Hugs talked about it. She came to Hugs one time and said, I'll walk by her on campus and ain't say, hey. Hell, I don't know what you look like. <laughs> she she bitching at Hugs about it. And Hugs, like, you helped get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, to this day, I mean, like, we laugh and joke about it. But I'm like, when am I supposed to go to the president's office and see what she looked like? I know what BG looked like. BG, hey, that's my guy. I mean, like, rest in peace. He used to come around. Yeah. She never came around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, she never came around. So how am I supposed to know who you are? What, am I supposed to set up a meeting and go in and say hey to you? Right. I mean, like, why are you? So with her, I mean, like, she she shouldn't have did what she did, man. Hug's a legendary coach. I mean, like. I just, man, she did him wrong. She did him wrong, and it, I mean, like it's a trickle down effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so, listen, I, I'm I'm glad they hired AK. Like that, at least at that point, kind of kept everything together because, like you said, without AK, wow, there might not have been a team. Well, it would have yeah. been a bad, really, really bad team. I was going to Carolina. Yep. Yeah. So. Let's talk about the senior year, you guys. Now, what's crazy, too, is there's so much excitement. Bearcats going to the Big East. This is like the start of the Big East. You got Hugs, E. Hicks, you got this whole squad, and then, boom, Hugs is gone. You guys are in the Big East Tough Conference. AK is the coach. How was that transition for you? And I know AK was the longtime assistant with Hugs, but what was that transition like going from playing for Hugs to AK? Both of them was alike, so it really wasn't no big change. AK was just a little bit more reasonable, like, all right then. Like he said, everything is pretty much the same, but we'll actually, he'll be like, man, y'all win, and we'll actually have a shoot around. But, I mean, man, you know how I many AK don't hold back. He gonna MF you too. Yep. Yeah, AK, AK ain't changed. AK gonna MF you, then he gonna call you later and give you the actual facts of where you ranked on the draft board, and should you leave or shouldn't you leave, and this is where you ranked it. I went through all the sites. I mean, like he, man, he lay down facts. No doubt, he make you scratch your head and play hard. <laughs> e, you want to go make some money? These are the top five draft sites. 
You are not on here. And these are, look how accurate they are from the last five years. Mm-hmm. That's when you like, yo, they really think that bad of me? Like, <laughs> they think I ain't good enough. Because I remember AK did that, and we went out, was it my senior year? Mm-hmm. I think we played against LSU. They had Big Baby, Tyrus Thomas, which was like two first-rounders. And I was just like, yo, they got Tyrus Thomas in the top five? And I'm not even – they got me going – they got me going 57th at best? Mm. That's third to the last pick. Mm-hmm. Man, get the DVD. We beat them. Mm-hmm. Ask Corey Blunt about it. I caught one off the rim on Big Baby so bad. He fell into the wall, and like we played at that little gym again, <laughs> that little high school gym. Okay. Yeah. And man, we beat them, but it was a dog fight with them. But that was one of those dog fights we won. I might have been my junior year, or it might have been my senior year. I don't know. Well, let me say something about <laughs> your, your senior year, Ian. I know it was filled with a lot of turmoil. It was kind of crazy. But but I'm going to tell you, your senior year really elevated you, I think, into another stratosphere amongst Bearcat fans. And I think it puts you in a, just a different category of Bearcat legend. Um, what you did that season, the double-doubles, how hard you played, putting the team on your back over and over, I mean, it truly made you, and, and I'm not discrediting the seasons before that, but this season really, really, you know, made you a Bearcat legend. I don't know if you agree with that, but I'm telling you from my perspective. I mean, just even thinking, we're, we're going to come back to this in a second, but those first two NIT games, you have 46 and 29, 46 points and 29 rebounds in two games. But I felt like what you did all year really elevated you, man, to a different level of Bearcat The legend. weight of the damn city and you know everybody got these high expectations and you know the city is wonderful and they look out for you and you want to do it for the city mm-hmm. and so i look to my right look to my left <laughs> i don't see you got to do it i don't yep. see max i don't see robert whaley mm-hmm. i mean like come on i mean like don't get me wrong the guys i play with I mean, I ain't talking about James and them on the wing. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about down low. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I don't get this rebound, who else is? Yep. And then, you know, you know how it is. Like when you go in the mall or something, somebody will walk up to you and be mad because they used to seeing you win. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know how it is, man. So, you know, I'm like, man, I, I got I to do it for the city. I've been mean, like, I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I mean, I think that's what people realize. I got I got dealt a bad hand and just had to play it out. Yep. I mean, we all did at that time. But I think that's the true testament of who you are as a person. Because a lot of people that could have been grumpy and just said, oh, forget about it. I'm not going to play hard. I'm not going to do this and that. You were completely the opposite. You You put, like you said, that team, that city on your back. It mattered to me, man. It really mattered because when you see people and they actually want you to sign and autograph stuff and, you know, they they show you love, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you really, like, 
you know, just going to Montgomery Inn, Mr. Gregory. I mean, like, you know, all of this. You know, great great friendships you got now, like the Mills, everybody, you know. Like, you really want to do something good because yep. they heart and soul is you see. Yeah. So no you don't want to go out there and, you know, look bad and, you know, put a terrible performance. Because I remember one time uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns laughed about it. But he was cussing me out my senior year because he had sidelines and I was playing bad. But mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys that would take it and, you know, I'm like, all right, then I got to mm-hmm. improve. I got to mm-hmm. put more weight on my shoulders. Yep. So yep. I, I, there was a moment your senior year, and I will never forget it. And it goes down like as far as I, as I think about like I think great moments in UC history, you know, you think of a lot of plays on the court, dunks, game-winning shots. But there was a moment, and I know you remember this, and I want you to talk about it a little bit. But, man, it was one of the most powerful moments in the Shoemaker Center history. Your senior year, senior night, you come oh. out of senior night, and I'm telling you, like, not only did that place go crazy, still to this day, I tell people, I'm no one chills, got a man. stop. No chills. one got a larger ovation oh, on senior night than Eric Hicks. I'm, I yeah. tell people, I'm like, nobody did. I said, but take take the goosebumps of that, right? But oh, then man. the fact that Hugs, the fired coach, was in the building, and he was like sitting off at the side. And you walked, and you took that slow walk, Tui. I never I was crying. It. It's on YouTube. Everybody be joking about me. They got a picture of me hugging him, and we crying. I look no. like a little punk. <laughs> but, but, no, it was, I'm telling you, every 13,176 people were, <laughs> you know that number, 13,176, oh, motherfuckers going to boo your ass. <laughs> Hugs used to always let us know. 13,176, everyone was crying when you walked over and hugged Coach Huggins. And then I think Flight came over, Flight White came over and hugged Hugs was supposed to walk me out. And I said, I'm not going out. I'm not playing. If you can't walk me out, I get to pick who I want to walk out with my senior night. I want my parents and you. I called him. I told him. I said, nah, man, that's who I want to walk out with. I get to pick who I want to walk out with. It's my senior year. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, E, I tell you what, I'll be there, but I don't want to walk you out because it's going to bring a whole bunch of turmoil and the way, you know, Nancy and all, their, excuse me, all that stuff was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that right there, it was just like, it's over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these battles we done went through on this court, you know, just coming in and, you know, it was – I mean, that's how it was then, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we was loyal, man. Yep. That's my guy. Still to yep. this day, that's my guy. Yeah, no question. Like, no question. you know, I, I wanted him there. Like, no. and I was just like, man, you know, forget all of this. I said, hug, just make sure I can see you. They can't stop me from walking where I want to. <laughs> I want them to try to stop me. I Yo, bench, At that time, I bench pressed 400 pounds, maxed out. <laughs> I said, I want somebody to try to stop me. Hey, that walk you had from the center court to to where Hugs was, it was such a slow walk. But what was so crazy about it was everybody knew where you were going. 
and what yeah. you were going to do. And, man, that, that moment right there, everybody was crying, man. That's that's definitely one of the biggest moments in the history of that facility, and it wasn't a play on the court. Think about I think that, everybody e. knew it was the end of everything, yeah. and it was just like the appreciation that, you know, Hugs brought when he when he turned the program around the whole time he was there. I think everybody, you know, it was, you know, because ain't nobody walk over there. I told AK, you know, I'm not playing. If AK said, I can't stop you, brother. Because remember, I gave AK like a little brush hug or whoever it was, and I went straight to hugs, but it was a slow yep. walk. Yep. And I didn't want to get caught because, you know, the cameras are snapping. Didn't want to mm-hmm. get caught crying. <laughs> You, you did. <laughs> got you. <laughs> they got but me, man. But that's the other thing, E. Like, when you played, it was like you look menacing. Obviously, you're, you know, built like a rock. You got the you got the braids going crazy. You're always dunking on people. And, you're, I mean, you're trying to break the rim. And you've got this face. And you just, like, always look angry. And here you are crying like a little baby. Like a little, <laughs> like a little bit, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm just oh, saying that, that sums yeah. up like the emotion and everything that goes into UC basketball, man. That's how it is, man. I mean, like we, I mean, like it just it hurt that I waited to you know play for him my last year because if you look at my stats, I really thought about entering the draft my junior mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Like, look at Max stats and look at mine. But you know what I'm saying? Like, why enter the draft and me and Max at the same position? Max, go do your thing. I got another year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I waited. You know how it was. You wait your turn. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, this day and time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would have somebody play four years. It wasn't no you playing four years averaging 20 points back then. You gone after one or two, you average 20 points. Mm-hmm. It ain't like you averaging that, but, you know. I mean, with the circumstances and things change, but, you know, so I waited my turn, you know, and my senior year come, and, you know, I'm like, dang, man, hugs ain't even here. That hurt, man. I ain't going to lie. That hurt. Yeah. Like, that now, hurt, man. Now, I want to I segue into the, the NIT. Obviously, you had two great performances. But uh, hold on, me. hold on. Let me cut you off real quick. We were supposed uh-huh. to lose that uh, senior night. You know we were playing West Virginia. We were supposed to lose. Uh-huh. And we had just lost to Seton Hall, and we blew it. I don't know how we blew. We just played, like, like stir-fried, stir-fried doo-doo. <laughs> like, for real. And we 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 lost. And then we asked Frank, Frank Martin and uh, AK, I tell you, I said, so what we can do to get in the tournament? AK was just like, we got to win this game. And he was yeah. like, this is y'all senior night. And I think West Virginia was ranked like 14, 15, yeah. 20. I, I remember something. now. Yep. Yeah, they had Pitt Snoggle, mm-hmm. Mike Gansey. Mike Gansey was on my USA team. Really? Cool guy, cool guy, cool guy. Yeah. So um, we were supposed to lose to them because we had already lost to them at their place. Mm-hmm. And we just wasn't going to let it happen. We got the boss there. We got the head of the snake there. And it's senior night. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to lose. And everybody there. It's wow. probably the last time Hug's going to be over there hugging his former players that he brought in. Mm-hmm. It's over after this. 
Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, West Virginia gave us a fight, but I mean, like guys, Chad Moore, James, or I mean, Armin was out because he tore his knee up. But uh, everybody stepped up. It was a team effort to beat them. Yep. Yep, I do remember that now. I didn't remember it at first, but I do remember that game. One by like three or something like that. Yep. Dog fight. Yep. I remember that. But, you know, and unfortunately, you guys still didn't get into the NCAA tournament. Those first two NIT games, uh, Charlotte and Minnesota, I mean, you just dominated 46. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Are you? I know so, where you're going to go. You're talking about the Syracuse game, aren't you? Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, oh, I didn't want to go you. there. I thought you were about to talk about that one. Okay. Matt, look, man, AK drew everything up right. When they see me, because I watched it the other day. What, what I wasn't supposed to. The, the Syracuse game. Uh, I, I'm going to go into the NITs after this. That Syracuse, Cedric McGowan showed when he was supposed to hedge. That's how he split. And you know the difference between that. Yep. He wait, split. Wait, explain, it, explain it to the fans, though. Okay, if you show, or, okay, if you if you show all the way out, that means you're trying to push them away. If you hedge a little bit, that means you can't get split. Yep. So if you hedge on the screen, you're not going to get split. Mm-hmm. If you show, you're stopping them from going around. You're forcing them around more. Mm-hmm. So, man, he did the wrong. AK drew it up. I mean, I mean, it's not AK fault. None of that. And I know G-Mac because G-Mac, we, we want a gold medal together. Mm-hmm. Man, Jerry McNamara. Jerry McNamara. he was a beast. Yeah, beast. Yeah, so yeah. you know that's my boy. We just won a gold medal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, I'm. I think I'm on. What was it, Terrence? That's my boy. I was on him. Soon as I see it, I go, oh fuck! <laughs> and you see me start <laughs> leaving because I know G Mac can make a shot. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he hit it over. He did hit it over me, but it wasn't my fault. I was going to try to help, and I didn't think he could make a shot like that over me, and he mm-hmm. did. And man, I was so mad. I was I wanted to ring Cedric Net after that game, <laughs> like because remember that, they went on a run. If we would have beat them, we would have been in the tournament. We won senior night, and we beat Syracuse. We in the tournament. Yep. And he man, he split the screen. Oh my goodness! AK said, "Just his." Yep, and that—that's still. I think, if I remember, Jihad was guarding him, right? Yeah, but the thing is, we was gonna trap him. We wanted yep. to trap him, but we wanted to just milk the clock, like you know what I'm saying, kind of like trap him, but don't let him split it. So he got to take a stu- a crazy shot, like don't give him a good look, don't give him a good look at the basket. Cause he, cause he split it, and then you came help. You came help side. You were kind of in the middle, and you came and contested it, right? Cause I, when I saw it, I said, "Oh shit!" Yep. Soon as he, soon as he threw the ball and he bust through there, cause I knew the refs probably weren't gonna call him a foul if we really ain't foul him. Uh-huh. Man, I automatically knew what time it was, cause we was up two. That's why I took. I think we was up two or one, and I went running to try to get it, and there it go. Yep. He hits the shot on me, and I look like look like a dummy. <laughs> but it's not my fault. If you look at the tape, it's not my fault. Yeah, I I, I didn't I didn't want to bring up that game, but you did. I kind of went I kind of went past it. 
Let's go faster, man. So then, <laughs> let's yeah. talk about these NIT games in which the first two. I mean, you played unbelievable, and then. The but it goes infamous. back to the point. It goes back to the point I was telling you when I played in Charlotte. Guess who Charlotte's star was? Curtis Withers. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to end his career. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to end mine. Yeah. So we still joke about it to this day. I talked to him uh, two days ago. I was like, I ended your career. <laughs> then we go to Minnesota, Vincent Greer. Remember I told you, Charlotte Aces. I'm like, I ended your career too. <laughs> so so both of those guys played on your AAU team? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, both of them. So I'm laughing because I ended. They, I mean, like to this day, I'm like they ain't gonna end my career. I mean, not on my two. home court. I mean, that was Charlotte's best player and Minnesota's best player, right? Yeah, at that time. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. And those are my boys. So you know, before you know, the night before, we hanging out, we mm-hmm. chilling, we going out to eat. I mean, like we doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. These are my childhood friends. Yeah. So I'm like. You know who lose tomorrow? Their career, their college career is over. Over. Yep. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm gonna end y'all career, and they like, whatever. <laughs> so, let's talk about this madness that occurred in that South Carolina game. And so, you know, listen, um, you know, the fans obviously were disappointed that you guys didn't make the NCAA tournament. But once you win the first NIT games, the first two, people are kind of getting excited. You play in South Carolina. But, man, let the drama begin. Jihad and James. Yes. Yes. When did that news drop and tell fans what happened? Uh, I'm going to try to sum it up. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Mysteriously, somebody called the Cincinnati Inquirer and said, "Uh, you got players that are ineligible that's Mm going to play. But if grades don't drop to, like, Tuesday or Monday, we're playing on, like, a Friday. They're not ineligible to grades drop. Right. So Nancy pulls the plug. Like, no, they can't play. They're ineligible. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want us going up to New York. They yep. wanted to just end all the madness. And, you know, guess who suffers from that? Eric. Yep. You give me James and Jihad, we win easy. Mm-hmm. And then you know Devin, Devin, little peanut head, little pistol head. He wanted to win too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because you know we Carolina boys. Yep. And yep. He, he, my mama from South Carolina. Half my family from South Carolina, half from North. I think mm-hmm. most of his, yeah, he he the same way, but he was born in South Carolina, so we wanted to beat them. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. you know we wanted to go to New York and continue, you know, what mm-hmm. we had. At least I get an NIT ring. Mm-hmm. So they did James and Jihad wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, I think like people don't realize when stuff like that happens, how it affects everybody else. Yeah, and that made know. that made her. I mean, she was already a villain. That just, I mean, she, she went to the ultimate villain. At that point, like, yeah, I was mad no well, because sure okay, yeah, I was because I was just like, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way, James and Jahad. And then look how many James was our leading scorer that year. So you take your leading score and probably like your third or fourth score, 
Mm-hmm. You take them out. That's like 25 points. Yep. 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 So, and that's how my career ended. Like those dudes, those dudes were supposed to play. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, remember. like they were supposed to play. Gray's gonna drop to like Tuesday. Yep. So, I, I remember unfortunate. But we look. might have to edit this part, though. I mean, like what I just said, <laughs> we might have to edit that, Meacham, because you know. But yeah, they, she she got she got us good, man. She got me good. Well, I was the main one to suffer because yeah. you take James. You I mean, think about it. You take James, Jihad, and Armin already gone. Mm-hmm. What am I left with? And Helmet already doing it. Helmet is kind of barn. Mm-hmm. My dude. And, Wait a you know, I, I, I did not know you guys called him Helmet. I get it, but I did not know that. Nah, he was the only one let me call him that. Because he's like, Eric, you're the only Like, Connor's real, like, real honest. He's like, you know, I was riding him hard one time that year. He was like, eat. I'm not a basketball player. I'm out here doing you a favor. <laughs> and I said, you know what? You're right. And then I started with Ronald Island. I said, you here on the basketball scholarship, and you ain't giving me nothing. I said, Connor, you're right. Thanks for the help, man. Oh. And, you know, like, for real. Like, And then we go down to the weight room, and Connor used to see how much I could lift. I mean, like, I have the football respect because, you know, football yeah. I always thought we was kind of like prima donnas. Mm-hmm. And they thought they were so much stronger. So my senior year, Man, I was strong as an ox. Like Axe Scott, I I used to I used to oh, put all the plates on the thing and just lift it and start talking and make stupid noises like oop ah yeah you know crazy just down there playing around. Mm-hmm. Because it went from being like oh, I got to go to the weight room to like dang Scott, what time are you gonna be there? Can I get an extra lift in? Right now, now how come you never did what Connor Barwin did? Why didn't you go play football? I had offers. No, no, no. I meant while you were at UC and go play. They broke it down. I meant they broke it down. Like, um, I was thinking about it because remember Kareem did it. I Mm -hmm. was like, Kareem, you just big. I can actually play. But AK, I mean, like he said some real stuff. He said, your knee ain't worth a shit. What if you Mm -hmm. take a helmet down? And then what we going to do basketball season come? Mm -hmm. So, like, I was going to go play my junior year. And I think D'Antonio was there. Mm-hmm. It might have been my sophomore, but he like, you go get hurt in football, you know, pretty much you my recruit. Now your knee blown out and we struggling because we already signed to everybody. Mm-hmm. We going to look bad. It made sense. And he's like, you got a chance to go pro. Yeah. Yeah. So after leaving UC, I actually, um, because, you know, the whole Gates thing was going on, Antonio Gates for football, I had like, I think the Bengals wanted me to come be a practice player for a year, which I wish I had did. That would have been fun. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I had longer uh, overseas career for his basketball. But the Bengals, the Raiders, I think the Packers, the Saints, um, like one more team, they wanted me to come. And they wanted me to basically like – because you remember the guy that played the George Mason. He went there and just learned football for um, a year. Who's Remember that? George Mason? Uh, what's the guy? What's the guy? I don't. When they went to the Final Four, they went on that run. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember they made that run, but I don't remember the guy. The big but... guy. The big okay. guy. Yeah, anyway, yeah. He, he went and played with the uh, Giants, but he never got in or nothing. I guess he didn't, you know, he, he wasn't good enough. I don't know. Long story mm-hmm. short, 
they want him to learn football, pro football, and see how it goes. Kind of like what the Cowboys did with the big dude from Baylor. Mm-hmm. And that's recent. You know what I'm saying? The big dude that played for Baylor, he was cut up probably like, what is it, two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Played in the post. But, um, yeah, so. And so that's what you thought you might be capable of doing? Man, I, I mean, because I, I can play football. Well, I used to could play. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I really thought, like, okay, once I learn it and get used to it and my athletic ability, I'd be good. Now, didn't you play? You played a, arena football for a year. Yeah, man, I think you might need to change my name to Bo Jackson now. <laughs> Two-sport <laughs> athlete. <laughs> I, know, I know you can't put me in the same category, but nah. Nah, yeah, no. man, you know. Wait, wait, was it the, was it the Cincy uh, Commandos? Was yeah, that- yeah, I went out there, man, okay. called me a touchdown, you know. Started a fight. That. that was so cold. I'm not surprised. <laughs> if you didn't start a fight, I'd be disappointed in you. Yeah, I started a fight. Yeah, I'm something like a Bo Jackson, man. You know, Bo <laughs> knows, you know. I like I like you to call me Bo for now. But no, it was a um it was a good experience because um we had guys that played at UC like Bird. Remember Bird? Frank. Frank yeah, yeah. played off yeah, yeah, those guys played on there. Okay. And um um it was a whole bunch of guys. I know some guys are gonna get mad for me not uh, saying their names, but I just can't remember them all off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Remember Keith that played with the Bengals, a uh, linebacker? Mm. What was his full name? Uh, oh, man, I forgot Keith's last name. But he, he was on your commandos team? Yeah, yeah, it was a whole bunch of guys, like a whole bunch of ex-players, you know. They played yeah. at like Ohio State, Cincinnati, you know, probably from the Bengals. You know, just want to play football. Uh-huh. I remember when you did that, man. It was It was like I don't mean it's in the wrong way, but it was so funny because, like, I know you, and I know you're, you're a personality, you're a character. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Man, <laughs> wasn't, it like, was... wasn't it on TV or something? Nah, it was – I ain't going to lie. I think the uh, the news came, but, like, I had okay. T-shirts. Um, Eric Eric Ryle made some T-shirts for me. That's my that's my dog right there. E, my dog. Big time. That's what, that's what me and E call each other, so – Big time made up the T-shirts. We passed them out. Everybody had T-shirts. Man, you know, I was posting it on Facebook. I remember. And, it was, you know, it was more people at that game than they than they ever had. Mm-hmm. And they was just like, you know, uh, them football guys that really play football, they're like, we get a basketball guy out here and now everybody <laughs> want to shoot a high go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know how I do, man. <laughs> I bring my entourage. You know I me, mean? I'm being cocky at this time. But, you know, not too cocky, you know, but still respecting them that they really play. Right, right. But um, I got in. Uh, I think Billy Billy was the coach. I got in. Um, they threw me the ball. I got a um, – they pass interference on me. And so then we get close. We're at the one-yard line. We punching in. And then, you know, I'm pretty much like, dang, man, these dudes coming up trying to take my head off because everybody here to see me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm about to be chopped liver if I don't be careful. So mm-hmm. they they just keep at the end when we up by like 23 or something like that. We up, game already put away. They throw me like six passes, you know. And I ain't going to lie, I couldn't close my arms because of the way the shoulder pass was. And I ain't used to playing football. Mm-hmm. So I catch the one touchdown. Meet you. Mm-hmm. And I acted so ignorant, <laughs> plum d ignorant. I jumped over the rail, 
took my helmet off, ran around, dapped the fans up, kept the football, yep. and then I threw it in the – man, you said it, it, it looked like confetti the way the rest was going flag. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I didn't cost us the game. We won. I thought I was something special after that. And I was just like, I'm good. So then they put me in on – because I was like, let me play some defense game already over. Mm-hmm. It was probably like a minute left. I get in. You know I got a basketball mindset. Like, you ain't going to push me. You can talk all the trash. We'll go back and forth with basketball. You know, it ain't no physical contact when you when you jaw it. Mm-hmm. Because we quicker to not saying football players won't fight. So I think I take a cheap shot on somebody and they push me. I grabbed their face mask and it was over. It was a brawl. <laughs> I wish somebody got the tape. It's funny. Uh, I, I wish. I wish. I hope Hug saw this. Yeah, I, I mean, I went out with a bang because I knew it was my last game. The way I was hitting that turf, I ain't doing this no more. I woke up the <laughs> next day, couldn't even walk. <laughs> You're like it's a wrap. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's over, man. Like, that's I yeah, I pulled his face. And it was a big dude too, and he went crazy because I guess they just, I mean, it's a whole bunch of gibber back and forth. I'm like, man, whatever. You ain't gonna keep talking. So then I grabbed that face mask and it was on. That's I look like um, what's the dude for the Browns? Oh yeah, yeah, um, Garrett. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I acted the, uh, like him out there. Yeah, with the Steelers. At the end. At the yep. end. And then I was just like, what y'all going to do, find me? I ain't playing no more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, check this out. At the end of the podcast, I always like to do quick questions, quick answers. All right, you ready? Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. Quick questions, quick answers with Eric Hicks. Question number one, what is your favorite Air Jordan sneaker of all time? What's the ones with the hologram on the side, the uh, 13s or 12s? The 13s. Yeah, those with the little hologram ball. Now, would you like to tell the story when your 13s fell apart in the game? Nietzsche, I know you're a Jordan guy. <laughs> they were some bogus Jordans. But you ain't give me the ones I wanted. I used to ask you for them all the time. So I went out, got some bogus bootleg black Jordans, the green and black ones. It's the best story ever. Yeah, they was bogus. But I, my second game, I got in. I got in with them, and um, I was on my way to a double double. I think I had sixteen and nine, and it cost me a double double. Mm-hmm. And I went to go plant and cut, and the next thing you know, I'm sliding in my socks, and they were bogus, Jordan. They was they was bogus. They was because bo- you know we used to have a couple bogus Jordans. I mean everybody did, but yeah, they was. They looked at it. They were some good fakes. They, you, they were some good fakers. I mean, like for real. Ain't nobody know. They were. I mean, like they. They was. They were solid. But I tried to treat them like real Jordans, and I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't do it. That's one of my favorite. You know, Jamal and I still talk about that. Jamal Man. and I still talk about that story. Last time I was in Portland, the end of last year, and we were telling that story in the Jordan office. <clears throat> that's still one of the funny stories. But you were, do you remember the time? Now, correct me if I got this wrong, but the year you got there, um, you guys, uh, we had the Jordan deal, but every year there was a new Jordan that was out. There were both a signature shoe and then there was the team shoe. 
you really loved the team shoe from the year before, and Hugs mm-hmm. would wear it to practice, but they would <laughs> give you a pair. <laughs> yeah. I, is this story right? Can, can you – and you, you – you So Hugs told me I don't fucking play hard. I said, well, I mean, these are the exact words. You don't fucking play hard enough. You know, mm-hmm. all this, all this. I said, well, since you was a hard-playing motherfucker, won't you give me your shoes, and I'll play hard. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So whenever I had to wear his shoes, it would be a big game, <laughs> and I'll play hard. Like, for real, I was just like, yeah. I took Because, you know, he had all the shoes. They was the team, the low. Yep. They just came out, like, last year or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I said, man, let me get the hugs, thugs. That's what I call them. <laughs> I said, man, come on, man, let me get the hugs, thugs. Maybe I'll play hard. Yep. And because he, he was around there acting like he was one of the toughest guys in the world one day. Of course. And I was just like, man, well, if you want me to play like you used to do back in the day, let me get your shoes. Maybe it'll rub off. So he took his shoes off and gave them to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't practicing them. I only played them. Yep. Yep, I remember yeah. that. That was so funny. Man, <laughs> you, you got some... Boy, the I call them the hugs thugs. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that was... I think they came out back when Kenyon and them, well, it it turned me on to go to UC. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was a whole bunch of like, dang, look at all these guys play. Yep, yep. Hugs and thugs, yep. <laughs> That's what I call them. He's going to be pissed when he hit his podcast. Oh, I'm sending it to him, too. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Question number two. Who is your favorite musical artist of all time? Pop. Tupac. My that's man. That's tatted on my arm. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I never. My your... tattoo. You never read it, huh? I don't think so. What's it say? I got it my sophomore year at UC. Picture mm-hmm. me inside the misery of poverty. No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I've survived. Okay. Yeah, so too far. So was was Pac your uh, pump up music when you played? No, nah, I had to get hype. Pac was too lyric. Well, hit him up. <laughs> oh boy, when hit him up came out. Hit him up. Uh, at that time, Lil John was out. Mm-hmm. I used to A Town stomp in the gym. Jeezy. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, it was what was out to get us crump. But uh, Pac, Pac had a couple songs like Pac could get you in the mood. But uh, really, like no limit soldiers, and we ready. Yep. That right there. That we ready. We ready. You know, even when they play that in the club, a fight gonna start. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. Hey, <laughs> people. People don't know. Um, and it and it 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 kind of crept into your time period, but in my time period, man, we would play, and I shouldn't even say we. It was more like Kenyon would control. The, the radio more than anybody, but that was no, me. But go ahead. No limit, soldiers, boy. Master King, mm, 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 man, wow. Man. Like that was the if someone would say what was the soundtrack to your entire college career, it would definitely be No Limit music. It was yeah. played all the time. That right there, it just we could relate to it because they came from nothing, and you know, it's yep. just like I meant when you. I mean, like, if you go to a black club, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you play that music, oh, somebody, yeah. it's going to be a fighting or a shooting that's going to happen. <laughs> you know it. I'm not you lying, Mitch. You throwing about it, about it? About it, about it, how you do that, Dale. Actual no limit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, all of that. 
that's gonna, mm-hmm. man, that's gonna, somebody gonna get the fight. <laughs> somebody gonna get the fight. You better sit back and watch because somebody gonna fight. Like, well, somebody hey. gonna take their shirt off and then you know how it go. <laughs> somebody gonna be like, my name Hollywood Cole, and then they go to fight. And then they go to fight. Now, speaking of fighting, this isn't actually a fighting question. However, if you had to go to war and you went to battle with one teammate, what teammate would you take with you? And I want to say this before you answer. A lot of people, you are the answer to their question. So who would you take the battle with you? Well, one former player from the Bearcats. That I played with or just yes, Bearcats? That you played with. I'll take Butch, Max. Okay. Max, Max quiet, but Max will get down. Yeah. Max yeah. quiet, but you got to put Max in a position where he got to get down. Mm-hmm. Max will get down. Max will get down. Have you ever seen a you, – you saw the video of him chasing that uh, that Japanese player around? It didn't surprise me. I put Max in a lot of positions where we had to do stuff like that back in the day <laughs> and vice versa. Like That was like my running mate, me, yeah. him, and Nick Williams. And, you know, uh-huh. Nick quiet. But Very me quiet. and Max, yeah, me and Max, yeah, Max, people don't know that. Everybody think I'm crazy when they saw the video of Max chasing dude. I'm like, yeah, that's the Max I know. But everybody want to blame E for being crazy. No, nah, Max is just as crazy. Birds of a feather flock together. Facts. Facts. Yeah. All right, my final question. For the Bearcat fans, what is one special talent that you have that the Bearcat fans will be shocked to hear? Fishing. I'm probably the – hold up. I know Herb ain't going to like it, but I'm Herb. the best fisherman in the bear, uh, Bearcat history, man. Best uh, fisherman. Herb Jones told me that he, he could be on the pro circuit to fish. Yeah, Herb say all of that. Herb don't want none of this. We we went fishing together. Oh, did uh, yeah. you really? Yeah, Herb can fish. Mm-hmm. You're a problem. You got you to better bring your lunch pail when you go against Herb. Mm-hmm. But Herb can't get me. I'm the best ever. Wow. Okay. I'm the best ever. No, nah, that's my biggest hobby. That's my biggest thing I love doing in my spare time, fishing. Okay. I fish now, all day. Some people will be shocked to hear that you're the greatest fisher in Bearcat basketball. Oh, you know, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot to come at me now. They want to shot. Tell them, hey, they can come. They want a shot at the title. <laughs> they want a shot at the title. I ain't stopping. I'm a, and I got to get Herb on the podcast, and I'm going to get him. I'm going I'm to actually play him. The clip of you saying that. Oh, he gonna he gonna he gonna say something sideways. I know he is. <laughs> I know I know Herb is. That's too funny. Now yeah, listen, big, yeah, go ahead. He this has this has been great, and I'm gonna tell you what. And here's what I'd like to do moving forward with my podcast. You know, I'm interviewing all these former players. Still got more lined up, but I'm gonna start doing some part twos because there's still some stories that need to be told that you and I haven't talked about. <laughs> Am I right? That's a lot. Like There are a lot. Man, a and lot. I want to do a part two interview with you at some point later on, and we got to dig into some more good stories for the Bearcat fans. Does that sound good? As long as we can edit some of them, cool. <laughs> I have no <laughs> problem. Be that. I got to protect my family, man. <laughs> I'm with you. No, no, we're going we're gonna to keep it. We're going to keep it good for the Bearcat fans. Now, um, are we going to see you at some Bearcat games this coming season 
Yeah, I actually want to meet the coach. I mean, I heard nothing but positive things about him. I actually never met him. Great Because I've been busy, you know, I've been busy uh, taking care of my stuff. But, uh, yeah, I never met him, so definitely. All right, we got we got to get you, got to get you up. You're 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 down south right now, right? Down south. Okay. Just just don't need no nosebleed tickets, man. <laughs> no, no, come on now. Eat Already no, man. Dude, come on, man. We got to get you. Shoot, we got to get you courtside, man. Forget that. Sounds you know good. The, I'll be there rooting us on. You know the fans love you, and uh, yeah, I'll get you connected up with Coach Brandon. Man, he's great, great, great dude, man. He, you you're gonna really like him. And before we get off, I'd like to tell all the Bearcat fans I love y'all. Great experience of my life. It changed me to a man and, you know, helped me realize, you know, a lot of things in life and, you know, just the people up there, the city, everything is wonderful. And I wouldn't trade it for nothing in my life. The only thing I'd trade is I wish hugs could be there for the senior year. That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. That's good stuff, man. We. I want to thank you for coming on the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. And we're going to call this part one because part two has got to happen, okay? We're going to call this part one. You down? All right, man. You know what I should do? It should be, man, I got to get you, Bobbitt. Oh, man. I talked to the mouth of the South yesterday. uh, Who, Bobbitt? Yeah, I called. That's the mouth of the South right there. Tony don't shut up at all. That's my brother. He won't shut up for nothing. Imagine you two on a podcast together. Oh, we got to make that happen. You know oh, what? I called him after I heard your podcast with him because he <laughs> didn't give me credit on passing him that ball in that corner. I was the one that got the rebound, and I was falling out of bounds, and I passed it to him, and that's when he hit the three. You and that's the picture home. you get. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was the one that gave him the ball. He's talking yep. about somebody else passed. No, nah, Tony, you better <laughs> give him my credit because, like he said, I should tell him to shoot it. I was the one that passed in the ball because I knew he could uh-huh. hit it. Yep. But, yeah, uh, we man, could we, definitely do it. We're going to make it happen, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on the podcast for part one. All right. And we're going to get part two going soon. All right? All right. No problem, brother. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. I want to thank everybody for listening to our special episode, our interview series of The Bearcat Basketball Podcast. And once again, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. Also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. On Snapchat, at Big Meach 41 And soon to be on TikTok. I appreciate everybody listening to The Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go Bearcats.